Hello, visionary people. Welcome back to the final episode of the Optimism Vision podcast for the year 2021. I mean, it's hardly been a year, has it? But there we go. Um, We can all be optimistic together, and that's exactly what I intend to be doing. I also want to be accountable for the things that happened this year and the things that maybe haven't happened this year, and sort of voicing my vision for 2022, and hopefully instilling some optimism in you guys to really go and get it next year. I think 2021 was a year where I really tried to experiment and 2022 has made it a lot clearer for me to visualise what it's going to look like and what I really, really want to focus all my energy into and what I need to prioritise going into the new year. Now, for all you regular listeners, you may have noticed I've got a brand new podcast intro. I couldn't hold it until the new year. I was really, really excited to uh, mix it up. And, you know, as we were talking about the future in 2022 and moving into a brand new year, I thought it'd be a really, really good excuse to pop it in there and see what you guys think. Making excuses is something that I want to talk about quite a lot. I made a lot of big, bold claims this year, a lot of things that I didn't actually get around to doing, and that's fine. I think one of my previous episodes with Leon was talking about how we need to own our failures as well, and not necessarily that I failed this year, the idea that I spoke something into existence that didn't actually end up existing in the way that I wanted it to. Now, one of the biggest claims that I made this year was when I tried to complete my 100 miles uh, in August for Teenage Cancer Trust, uh, way back in the summer, Um, I said I wanted to complete a sub two hour half marathon. Now, I've been saying this for months that, you know, my previous attempt was about two hours, one minute, something. I really wanted to get it under that two hour boundary. And that was something that I just didn't get around to doing. I wasn't disciplined enough to make sure that I actually planned a day where I could attempt that challenge. Now, that's okay. I've got a big notepad in front of me where I've written down everything that I feel like I've achieved and things that I've missed the mark on this year. And that's totally fine. Like I'm perfectly happy with the progress that I've made in the muddle of the things that I didn't quite get around to doing. Now, if there's one thing that my optimistic conversations had with um, a total of nine visionary guests since July, um, which is absolutely incredible. And I suppose First of all, I want to say thank you so much for all those amazing guests that have spoken to me on the podcast. Um, in total, we have amassed over 600 plays in at least 12 countries around the world. Now, for a podcast that I've made from my phone in my bedroom, um, you know, occasionally tweaking it up on the computer, um, is incredible. It was something that I really, really wish I started sooner. And if there's one thing you take away from all my episodes is that if there's something you want to do, make an excuse to start doing it. Okay, just make an excuse. Say, I need to do it for school. I need to do it for work. I need to do it for myself. Um, The only people that are going to hear your message or see your message are the people that are looking for those types of messages. Okay, Meg Partington spoke about it um, when we spoke about the social media stigma. The idea is that you're only going to be followed by the people that are looking to follow uh, similar aspects of your life, um, similar aspects to theirs. And I think that's a really good excuse to get started. But um, yeah, anyhow, 600 podcast plays this year, uh, 12 different countries. We had nine separate guests, uh, guests ranging from incredible sport coaches, personal trainers, um, higher level students, even a sports journalist. Thank you very much, Matt. Um, and of course, we've spoken to um, even nutritionalist 
uh, awareness people. Um, thank you, T from Allergies and Bold. Um, you did something absolutely incredible this year. You spoke at the NEC in Birmingham, um, something that I'm really, really looking to get into next year. And you've definitely inspired me to take my love of public speaking and podcasting to a slightly wider audience. But um, yeah, that's celebrating the wins. For me personally, um, looking back, I graduated COVID university this year, <laughs> uh, did my whole dissertation from home and thankfully fell into a graduate job developing a brand new sport provision to help develop learners using sport as a learning environment. Cannot wait to share more with you about that next year. Really looking to uh, iron out the creases before I really publicise that. But um, it was off the back of the topic I looked into with my dissertation. It focuses on positive youth development, which is a learning theory which has transitioned across the sport. And basically it helps teach young people life skills using sport as like this scapegoat environment where they can still learn the skills that they might not be able to access in the classroom. So for example, if a learner is confident enough to put their hand up in the classroom, why are they not confident enough to act as a leader in a sporting environment or vice versa? Why is someone a really good communicator on the football pitch yet cannot communicate their ideas in the classroom? And my current role within my job is to try and bridge that gap and highlight that those skills are just as transferable as maths or English. And there's been a huge uh, upsurge in sport education this week to do with a sort of proposal in the House of Lords that is finally going to make physical education a core subject. Up till now, it has only been recognised that primary children have to do a minimum of 60 minutes of exercise every week which, as you can imagine, playtimes are very, very unstructured, and that pretty much um, hits that quota of exercise. So I'm really, really looking forward to seeing how sport evolves post-pandemic, fingers crossed post-pandemic, and seeing what the future holds. Uh, I've also got back involved with football myself. Definitely has been something that I fell out of love with and I've sort of regained my passion for. Um, can you guys remember when... Uh, I think I've spoken to, about this to a few of the guests. Can you guys remember when we were locked down, um, especially over here in the UK, and we only had an hour of exercise, like a day, and it felt like you felt really guilty if you didn't use that hour outside, because otherwise we'd all slowly lose our minds. Um, for me, that actually shifted my perspective on sport massively. Like, considering I was still studying it, um, it was starting to become a bit of a chore, and then it really did shift my mindset big time that sport is something that we are very, very, very lucky to be able to do and are very fortunate to participate in. And um, I was very fortunate as well to get back involved with a local football team and have the opportunity to coach football again, which I am absolutely loving. And a small, humble brag is that our small football team, which is filled with under sixes, under sevens, under eights, I've played a couple of games now and they still haven't lost to a team in their age group. Now for a team that has pretty much been running a little bit longer than the second season of the Optimism Vision podcast. So sort of you're talking about eight months now um, and they had a gap for the summer as well. It's an incredible achievement and I've met some amazing people working with some incredible coaches and we're all learning together. So I have my first sort of coaching qualification course booked for February, which I cannot wait to get started with. And I've also very recently got involved with the Somerset FA Youth Council. Now, this means that I get um, a sort of a backroom insight into how football affects the youth in our local area. 
Now, for me, that is something that is, you know, very, very insightful for someone that is really, really looking to create a career within the sporting sector, um, quite possibly within football, as that is my main sport. Absolutely love it. It's more than just a game. And I think having another platform where I can help inspire other people using sport is something that is incredibly welcomed. And I cannot wait to see what I do with that role in the new year. So that there is kind of my very quick seven minute recap of my 2021 and some of the things that I've been getting involved with. Really, really happy with the way it's turned out. Really, really happy on the whole with how this podcast has turned out. I mean, like I said, nine guests. I want to say a massive thank you to, uh, especially to Catherine Hardy for being my very first guest. Um, Niall, Leon, Garth, Meg, Ellis, uh, Gabby. I absolutely love that conversation. Matt uh, and Poppy, who I recorded an amazing conversation with the other day. Really look forward to getting to know more about all of my guests on the podcast and really seeing how their journey flourishes in the next year. And all of them are, if you're listening, are invited back to potentially do another conversation and we can look back on how things have changed from your previous vision for the future to how it actually played out. That's something that I would really, really like to do. Um, One thing I really want to make sure happens in the new year is I want to be consistent with the podcast and ensure that I keep getting these visionary conversations recorded and released on time. I think consistency is absolutely key to ensuring that I make that connection with the listeners and also show that my optimism is evolving. The vision is evolving. It's always evolving. No matter what shape or form your vision comes in, it's the idea that we can all think higher of the future that we can live in than the present that we're in now. And that was why I started the Optimism Vision. That's why I settled on that moniker for my platform. The idea that we can still believe that the future is better than the present doesn't mean there's anything wrong with your present that you're in now. Yet for some people, they may believe there are a few things they want to change. But the Optimism Vision is all about sharing visionary conversations of how we can live better when we balance that healthy, active lifestyle um, of sport and physical activity with a higher level of positive thinking and self-esteem. And I really think the podcast has achieved that this year. And it's been really, really nice to have those conversations with so many amazing people. So thank you again, guys, for coming along with me on this journey and trusting me to share your message. I did mention right at the beginning that I wanted to talk about making excuses. Now, you're probably thinking, sat there thinking, Alex, what are you on about? Now, making excuses is something that has a ridiculously negative stigma. Um, But as you know, I always like to flip the stigma and flip the situation when we can turn that negative thinking into a positive. Now, you can choose to keep this in a negative light if you wish. Um, However, I'm framing this in a positive light and I hope you can take this on board. So the idea of making excuses means that you come up with a reason to not do something. Now, I want you to come up with a reason to do something. I would like you to make an excuse in the next week and a half um, to come up with something that you want to try and attempt next year. And I don't mean you definitely achieve it. I don't mean that you say it and don't give it a go. Um, Call it a resolution if you like. I hate the idea of New Year's resolutions, but I absolutely love the idea of having an excuse to start fresh and do something. Now, 
up till this point in my life, I've used the fresh academic year to come up with my resolutions for the coming months. Yet, I think the new year does offer a fresh sort of soft reset for me to really get my goals and my priorities in order. So I'm going to speak a few big things into existence and I want to see if I can achieve them this year. So I would love to grow the visionary community of the Optimism Vision Instagram page to a thousand followers. I would love to reach 3,000 total plays on the podcast. And I would, of course, like to talk to many more incredibly visionary people and also sort of reconnect with the amazing people that have already been on the podcast. So 1,000 visionary followers, 3,000 total plays, maybe even a few more countries, that would be incredible. And of course, I want to get my content out in a few ways that I neglected this year. I neglected my um, ability to put out reels. And I also neglected the opportunity I had to make some really, really cool uh, sort of short films and interviews that I'm really looking forward to dedicating some time to really commit to in the new year. I know I mentioned drone footage quite a bit and Ellis, you have definitely inspired me to have a go at vlogging. Um, as you can imagine, working in the education sector, especially with young people, it can be very, very tricky to not allude to certain individuals, but I really want to talk around as much of what I do as I can in the most appropriate and safeguarded way possible to share that amazing message of optimism through my job and my passion there. So that's something I'm trying to make excuses to do. And I'm going to look back on this episode in exactly 12 months time and see how many of those excuses I actually had a go at doing. Now, let's quickly before we wrap up, um, I want to leave you with the thought that you too can make an excuse to do something. I have this conversation with people all the time where I'm a pretty bad influence in just saying, just go for it, just do it. And I think that's an opportunity that we have not quite making the most of, making the most of, really made the most of this year. Now, with the pandemic, of course, still being on a knife's edge over this Christmas period, I think it's something that you have no real downside you have nothing to lose here make an excuse guys choose something that you want to get involved with next year connect with me send me a dm we can have a conversation about it and who knows i might even um have the opportunity to share your amazing excuse on this podcast and that is something that i'm openly inviting anyone to do if there's a message of optimism a vision you want to share with an audience then let's sit down and have that conversation Thank you again to all the amazing listeners in 2021. I cannot wait to really, really up my game in the new year and really push what is possible with this small platform and make sure you have a safe and festive season. Before we go, uh, before you hear my voice again in the new year, please, please, please spend five seconds of your time leaving a rating, a brand new rating on Spotify, if that is your podcast platform of choice. It is a brand new feature. And if you have gained anything at all from these visionary conversations, there's plenty to choose from. Please, please, please leave a review there. It takes about five seconds. If you're feeling really, really generous, please leave your thoughts and feelings on the podcast over at Apple Podcasts. It goes a massively long way to getting these messages of optimism out to an even bigger audience. My favorite place to leave reviews at the moment 
is over on a podcast app called Good Pods. It is incredible. I've connected with so many amazing creators and it gives people a chance to discover brand new podcasts that they might not have even heard yet. So thank you again for all your support. I couldn't have done it without you guys. I am truly, truly thankful for the amazing progress we've made this year. Um, Definitely hold me accountable. That's what this is here for. But I look forward to talking to you again in the new year, hopefully with some more incredible guests. And yeah, have a great festive period. Stay safe. Stay visionary. I'll see you soon. Have a good one.